Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Winter is a trying time. The days are shorter, the nights are longer. And as a result, we're forced to stay in more. We have more time to think, but unfortunately, we tend to think about negative things. Sure, we smile for each other, because after all, this is supposed to be the greatest time of the year. But we've all read the reports, and we all know from personal experience that more people slip into depression during this time of year than at any other. If not handled correctly, the season of Christmas, it can also shine a light on our shortcomings. We feel guilty over the lack of gifts that we bought. We feel down because we've been through another year and we have nothing really to show for it. Moreover, we miss our family and our friends who have gone on before us. And we can feel great disappointment and great failure during this time of year. And as we mope around feeling sorry for ourselves, we tend to slip into sin. We find ourselves during this time of year doing the very things that we hate to do. We eat too much. We drink too much. We spend way too much. (laughs) We gossip too much. And we spend too much time on the internet and we visit websites that we shouldn't see. And a result of all of these things, and more, we find ourselves in the exact opposite place of Christmas cheer. We find ourselves in a place called Christmas despair. Now, if this isn't the inspirational Christmas Eve sermon that you were hoping for, (laughs) too bad. (laughs) Just kidding. But I want to get across something that we all know. We all know that this time of year can be difficult. But there is good news. Our gospel lesson speaks to the very things that we are going through. In our gospel lesson, we see the scriptures empathize with us, empathize to our need. Then we see the scriptures speak or answer to our need. In the gospel reading for this Christmas Eve, we are reintroduced to a God who loves us very much. He loves us even, or maybe especially, during this time of year when we find ourselves the most unlovable. As the first Christmas was approaching, there was one man who could not have been more in the dumps. He was down and out. His name is Joseph. Joseph was betrothed to marry a young girl named Mary. And we can imagine that he was very excited to be getting married. This would be a big accomplishment in itself. It would mean that finally he had arrived as an adult. He would get to know the love of a woman and also be able to start a family of his own. His parents would be proud. His neighbors would respect him. 
Yes, Joseph was very excited to be marrying this young woman. And while Mary was away visiting her cousin Elizabeth, the mother of John the Baptist, I am sure that Joseph spent late nights thinking about the marriage that was fast approaching. But little did he know, the first Christmas was also fast approaching. And before Joseph knew the joy of that Christmas morning, he would first know deep sorrow, deep pain. He would know what we call nowadays depression. He would know the hardships that we know. And since Joseph was a man, a sinner like you and I, it's more likely that he knew the temptations that we know and slipped into some of the sins that we know as well. Joseph's great pain was caused by something that he never expected, something that he did not see coming. After some time, perhaps upon Mary's return from visiting Elizabeth, it became obvious that Joseph's wife-to-be was expecting a child. Some of us have felt the effects of adultery. Some of us have been cheated on, and some of us may have cheated on another. But we have all seen the effects and what it does to people. Joseph was suffering from these effects. What was supposed to be the greatest time of Joseph's life the time leading up to his marriage had become the worst time in his life. In the time leading up to that very first Christmas, Joseph was going through great depression. We can relate. Christmas is supposed to be the greatest time of the year. Yet it's during this time we often feel the worst. Now Joseph's wife-to-be, she tried to explain. She tried to explain to him that the baby in her womb was actually conceived by the Holy Spirit. He was God's gift for the entire world. But it was just too hard to believe. He didn't know what to do. He probably thought about how his family would, what would his family think? Instead of having his neighbors respecting him, they would now be whispering about him behind his back. The light of his marriage, it was turning into darkness. He was experiencing a winter of feelings. Shorter days, longer nights, depression. We can relate. In the midst of his darkness, he decided that he would do something that he told himself he would never do. He had to get a divorce, at the least, and accuse Mary of adultery, at the most. But if he accused Mary of adultery and demanded trial, what would happen to her? The law said that she would have to be stoned. 
that would go too far. Joseph knew that he himself had sinned in the past. And he knew that he himself was waiting on God's promised one to forgive him for all that he had done. He could not then have Mary stoned. So being a just man and unwilling to put her to shame, he decided to divorce her quietly. Have you ever found yourself disappointed and wondering, how in the world did I end up here? Then you know exactly how Joseph was feeling on those events that led up to that first Christmas. Well, even though Joseph had made up his mind to divorce Mary, he was still feeling uneasy about it. He needed something to get him out of the hole that he found himself in. He was feeling Christmas time depression at its greatest depths. He needed a miracle. Scriptures say, as he considered these things, behold, an angel of the Lord came to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not fear to take Mary home as your wife, for that which is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, And you shall call his name Jesus, for he will rescue his people from their sins. A miracle did take place. In the midst of his despair, the message of Jesus came to him. The good news of the gospel. Jesus, who was conceived of the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, would be held in Joseph's arms. Out of the greatest despair that Joseph felt came the hope of Christmas. The hope that reminded Joseph about the light that shines through in the darkness. Think about this. It was this son that Joseph held grew to be a man and from the darkness of his cross would shine the light of our salvation. The hope that would restore Joseph's own marriage. The hope that would save Joseph from his sins. The hope of Christmas that Joseph experienced, it is the hope of Jesus. It is a sure hope that changed Joseph's life. For when Joseph woke from sleep upon hearing that gospel message, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. And he took his wife, but he knew her not until she had given birth to a son who he named Jesus. And the Apostle Matthew, he lets us know that all of these things took place 
to fulfill what the Lord had spoken by the prophet. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and you shall call his name Emmanuel, which means God with us. The hardships that led up to that first Christmas resulted in the great joy of God being with us. Now you may have had many hardships leading up to this Christmas. Only you know what you're going through. Instead of the greatest time of the year, you may have been feeling like this is the worst time of year. Well, in your hard times, the hope of Christmas still shines through. God is with us this evening. Emmanuel, Jesus, in bread and wine. Jesus, in word and voice. He is here to calm our fears, to forgive our sins, and to restore our hope. He is here to give us hope that changes our lives even if our circumstances don't. The hope of Christmas is the hope of Jesus. And may the hope of Christmas change your life, restore your relationships, and most importantly, your relationship with the Heavenly Father. For in this, the love of God was made manifest among us, that God sent his only Son into the world so that we can have life through him. In this is love, not that we've loved God, but that he has loved us and given his son to be the payment or the propitiation for our sins. And now the peace and joy of Christmas guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus until he returns for you. Amen.